Hello, and welcome to the Boardroom Buddies podcast. This is a series of podcasts that are aimed at business owners who have small or micro businesses. Each podcast is themed, and I interview and ask questions of a number of subject matter experts who are also owners of small businesses. And I ask about their specialisms, simply to answer questions that are often in our heads, but we never actually ask or get the answer. So we're here this afternoon at the Washlands Stake and Hilburton on Trent, which is a lovely park area. And we're surrounded by birds. We've just been looking at some cygnets that have swum by and we've got a duck about 10 feet away and a swan swimming towards us. Really beautiful area. Um, today I'm talking to Vicky Lovegrove of 73 Design. And the reason I'm talking to Vicky because she's a graphic design specialist is because over the years, lots of people, when I've been talking to them, they're just starting their businesses and um, we talk about, start to talk about brand and they, they say, um, well, I've got a logo, mm. that's sorted. Um, so I'm, I'm all done with brand. <laughs> but actually, that is only just part of it. You'll have to forgive the sound of the sirens in the back. <laughs> It's usually so quiet down here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose it proves we're outside. <laughs> um, so, welcome, Vicky, and thank, thank you for you. talking to me. That's fine. Thank you very yeah, much for asking. Yeah. So, Vicky, you're a, a dis- graphic design specialist. Mm. Um, so, when we're talking about brand, mm. um, what does that actually mean? A lot of people overuse the word brand. And I often get asked, oh, could you design me a brand? And no, (laughs) it's a short answer. Um, I can design a logo. I can design all the assets, all the... What do you mean by that, assets? Assets are things like um, maybe icons for your website or leaflets, brochures, exhibition stands, illustrations. I can do everything that goes with your logo to create marketing materials. But that isn't a brand. That's your brand identity. And that's Mm. what I do with a lot of companies. I design their brand identity. So I may design the logo. Sometimes they come with a logo. But often if they come with a logo, I'm working with them to make sure everything's consistent across their brand identity. So they're using the same colors. They're using the right fonts everything looks like it belongs together right it's quite yes. an art yes. to getting that right yeah but that's still not a brand brand is the backbone of your business it is your values it's what you're communicating to mm. your potential customers yeah yeah um and it's it's not <laughs> It's unfortunate word, really, because people think brand like a stamp on something. That's yes. why people think logos yeah. are a brand. Yes, yes. But it's not. In marketing, brand is about the essence of your company, what you stand for, right. what you want your customers to feel, mm. and, and all of that. <laughs> yeah. And you've got to know what that is before you go and get a logo design. Mm. So, um, yeah. much more involved than, than oh, just a is. logo, then it is. Um, quite often, if people come to me and they 
they say, oh, I want a brand, I want a brand design in, and they haven't considered who their customer is, mm. not, you know, not, not like a customer avatar. They don't really know what to stand for yet because they mm. haven't really got going. Mm. Um, and brands evolve as well. Yeah. You, know, you yeah. might be talking to one customer at one point in your business and then you start talking to somebody else. And, mm. um, and then the brand identity, the graphical part of it, often starts to evolve too. But it is misleading because people, <laughs> within our industry, people... We'll talk about logos and say, oh, I don't want a logo. I've got a logo, you know, and mm. but we don't understand it's all the thought that goes behind it. You've got to know what your business is about, and that is the brand. So, um, in terms of logo, then does it really matter how it looks? Yeah, <laughs> okay, it does. You should really try and not redesign your logo every couple of years. That's that's a thing to bear in mind. Because if you're spending time on developing a brand and getting people to understand who you are and what you stand for, you keep changing the visuals too often, people get confused. Mm. And also your logo underlines how professional you are. Right. It doesn't have to tell your story. Um, like, you know, most big logos that we know, um, quite a lot of them are quite clever, but they're usually quite simple. If you, for example, make packing boxes, you, you don't show the whole packing box making process in your logo, mm. you just allude to it yeah. and get across how professional you are within that logo. Mm. Um, so it doesn't have to tell a story, but it does have to reflect who you are. It, um, which is why it's a shame when people design their logos themselves, because as good as good as you can make it yourself, mm. and as proud of of it as you are, yeah, um, it's still telling the world that you have cut corners, and therefore, right. where else are you cutting corners? Oh, I see. Yeah, and it's an unconscious thing. Um, mm. Some companies, they you know, they can muddle along for quite a while mm. with a, a logo mm. they've put together themselves. But the moment they try and move up into larger markets, um, they go up against bigger competitors, they're always going to look like a mm. small relation, right. small poor relation as well. Right. It's all it's all there unconsciously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I was I was matter. thinking then, because when, when you said about it matters how it looks, yeah. But also for a new startup business, it could be difficult because they're not yet established. They don't yet know what they stand for. Mm. So how how does that affect them? You know, what should they do? Well, they should know what they stand for. You know, if you mm. if you're going into business, you should have thought about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess. Yeah. You know. Often people say, oh, you know, I don't do any marketing. Well, you do. The mo Every moment you appear somewhere as a business, you are marketing. Mm. And if, mm -hmm. if, if you can't get your logo right, mm. it shows. Um, mm. you could, even if you just had typographical name, right. then just keeping it consistent, making sure, you know, make sure it's a 
a good font, not like a really old fashioned thing, not a font that you use in publishing. You know, there's fonts for every occasion and not all right. of them are suitable for logos. Even mm. just picking a font and just typing your business name in it should have some consideration because if it hasn't, it shows. Mm. Yeah. So it yeah. has to be considered all the way along. I often get brought into companies when they've been managing for a while mm. and they've got to a two, three year period and they realise they're just not stacking up against the competition and then they go for a refresh or a rebrand. Mm. Um redo the logo and, and everything that goes with it then mm. um but that's a strategic move if you were to keep changing your logo and tweaking it in the first three years that's going to harm you really you have right. to have to have done something intentional right from the beginning really yeah, so and i know people will say oh i've had this i had this i've had my business for 20 odd years we didn't that was 20 odd years ago yeah that's not now mm. and that's the difference it's um you, you were lucky mm. sounds like you need to get the foundation yeah right yeah I guess. definitely yeah. you look at any big logo company mm. logo they have been evolving it over the whole time they've been going i mean the classic one is like coca-cola and pepsi mm. but they you know they were probably made out of woodblock at one point they're so <laughs> old but they kept evaluating it because they keep looking to their market because they have a brand vision, they know who their market is and they keep looking to their market and reflecting that into their brand identity. So mm. that's the important thing, you know, you've got to constantly have your customer in mind and keep up to date for them, really. Yeah, yeah. but I, I do, when I'm talking to people, um, often hear, oh, oh, I can go and use some software mm. you know and, and i can do my own yeah because there's lots of design software out there isn't there at the moment yeah you've got canva which is quite popular yes it's so yeah. cheap it's a really yeah. good entry-level one for graphic design but but what could go wrong well, what can go wrong is not just about it might look terrible and might not attract the right audience what can go wrong in the case of software like canva is if you use all the shapes and the fonts and all the bits of graphical bits that they supply in their software to create a logo, that logo belongs to them. It does not belong to you. Oh, that's interesting. Everything you create in Canva using their assets or their graphical bits belongs to them. Mm. You do not own your copyright to your logo. So you then you could grow your business, but you don't actually own your intellectual property. And should you go along for years with this logo and then you decide to go for investment or sell your business you don't mm. even own your logo so that's a major cock up yeah. in the beginning quite yeah. frankly yeah. so those those um pieces of software are okay for doing things like social media posts they are not okay for creating logos right you i see you won't okay. own it yeah 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 so what about when a, when it's a fairly young business and, and, and I mean, you alluded there mm. earlier to Coca-Cola and the fact that they're constantly looking at brand identity mm. and stuff like that. So what about if your business is changing or changed? Because I know mine has mm. um, and I now provide services that are quite different to what I've done for quite a long time in the mm. business. Um, 
so you know a few years ago i i had the rebrand and and all that kind of thing yes it was designed <laughs> um but what does that mean when you're developing your business and the business is changing should, should your imagery change should your logo change your brand you know the, maybe the font and things like that not always no um and this is why you should design a logo from the beginning that is can be more general purpose within your business and isn't showing every bit of your business because right. <laughs> if you show all different bits of elements of your business um, in a literal way then that does reduce your scope for growth right. visually okay. um, it's better to have something which which is mm. not so well it's just not so literal really um, okay yeah. I get people come to me and say oh yeah I, I, I want this I want this logo, I want it to have a road in because we're going on a journey or, and we make car parts and all this stuff. And you think, well, are you always going to just make car parts? No, no. Well, then we shouldn't just be, we shouldn't be showing mm. car parts in a, in a logo. Yeah. going to be doing other stuff. Yeah. Um, but, mm. you know, it does happen. And when it happens, find a designer that's going to be quite honest with you and say mm. whether you can keep using it or maybe just tweak it you can just tweak logos i mean all the big logos in the world have been tweaked every now and yeah then. yeah um, but they don't do it every year <laughs> no 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 you no. know it's a and it's a massive expense for them to do it so they don't yeah. and that's another reason not to do it yeah yeah of course yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, and you mentioned earlier somebody might not want a logo; they might just want to use a name, mm. for instance, and and the font's important. So, do, but do they still need then to bother with the design or brand? Think about brand. Yes, I do. Yeah, because you know, colours important. Your, your fonts are important. You know, okay. Colour colours very important. Yeah, um, it really does depend on what market you're in. What markets you sell to, what you know, even down it can go down to the country you're selling into as well. Um, you've got to be careful with colour. Your audience may not like a particular colour. So if you're selling to a really masculine market, using a baby pink and a powder blue, mm, it might that, it yeah. might jar. Mm. But then it could also be a different differential yeah. point for your market if you've got a disruptive product you might be able mm. to do that mm. um i have worked with a truck company before who um insisted on using this baby pink and we did we did include it um but they, they were known for it mm -hmm. so they've done it years before so mm. you couldn't lose it at that point because it was mm. it becomes synonymous with them Right, right. So it, it, right. Everything has to be considered. Yeah. And this is why it's quite hard for people to understand because we do it so naturally and well, it should look effortless. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we do consider everything. Right, okay. <laughs> and what about um, if you're, I suppose, identifying with perhaps a larger brand image? Mm. I'm thinking you know, maybe the MS 
green for instance are you allowed to use the, those same sorts of colors you are um cabri have trademarked their purple oh yeah yeah um but only in respect of chocolate right so they couldn't they did try to trademark it in um we don't want anybody in the world to use this pantone purple <laughs> because that is a cabri purple and that's ridiculous Hmm. I but see. they have trademarked it in that you can't use it in regards to milk chocolate Ooh, okay. but you could use a slightly different shade of purple now right with right. milk chocolate because they have gone down the route of saying it's this particular shade of purple hmm. so hmm. you know if you wanted to use a lighter shade of purple for your milk chocolate you could Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You probably wouldn't. No, I suppose you wouldn't, but I'm, I'm just thinking that, mm. you know, if you're trying to create a particular persona mm. and it, you want it to emanate quality, then you might want to copy the colours of a, you know, a, a, a very successful brand, for instance. Yeah. And, and are you allowed to do that? Not, not in case of um, Cabaret, no. I think others have tried it as well. Mm. Um, but it, 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 they can only get round. I think they did it, and I've got a feeling it got overturned as well. Oh, right. Okay. So um, I can't remember all the detail about it. Look it up. <laughs> one, one worth Googling. But they did, and it only got, I'm pretty sure it only got to be like milk chocolate. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. That's been really interesting. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. And uh, if you're listening to this and uh, you found it interesting, that's great. If you want to get in touch with Vicky, so Vicky, what's your email address and how can we get in touch with you? Well, our website is um, 70-3.co.uk, all in words. But if you Google Vicky Lovegrove, I'm very easily found and I'm on LinkedIn. Brilliant. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again. That's been really interesting. Okay. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah, you. <laughs>